Welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast, where we talk about family life, creativity, and everything in between. And how everything we do is framed by the gospel. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm RJ. Welcome to the Us, Us and Stuff, Stuff podcast. podcast. Hey, guys. What's up, guys? Wow. I, I'm going to run out of ideas of how to yeah. introduce, <laughs> say hi. We're only, is this 19 in? This is 19 in. Yeah. And then we're going to uh, take a a small break. Well, we're going to hit 20 first. We're going to hit we'll 20, then we'll take a small break. But then we'll come back with a yeah. strong so with the second next season. Next episode, we'll break that down more of how yeah. that's going to work for the second season. And hopefully you guys had a good week. Yeah. I know it's been busy for us. Um, we've yeah. had a lot of current events. <laughs> yeah, it's good and crazy, but a God roller is good. coaster. Hey, we have a new niece, though. Oh yeah! Shout out to my sis. Had a had a niece, um, or my niece. Yeah, her daughter. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, that sounds so weird. Just like saying, Raven has a daughter. Raven has a daughter. Her name is Maya. Maya Ray Jensen. I love it. Oh man, and she's she's a cutie already. Like already, yeah. a cutie. I just want to fly to Utah and hold her. Yeah, I don't have baby blues, but she's she. I think she's like the what is it? Like the uh, I don't know. She helps ease that. <laughs> she's like the antidote. Yeah. For, yeah. Not, so in a bad th- way. Thanks, Raven, for taking one for the team. Yeah, so we didn't have to. <laughs> I think that's why she did it. <laughs> Anyways, so. Today, not to just jump into it, but I guess we kind of need to. Yes. Yeah. But this episode is going to be a little heavier. It's more of our, I think it's more transparent. Yeah. Uh, We're just trying to be as honest and more transparent as we can. Right. And So. so, with that being said, today we are going to be talking about depression. Yeah. And our experiences of. Right. Depression. Yeah. So just so you guys know, we are not physicians. Nope. We are not experts. We're not trying to be. Yeah. So if you or someone that you know is struggling with this, please seek help. Don't just take advice from a podcast and think you're going to be all right. Oh, please. I mean, and we'll talk more about this, but definitely see your doctor, talk to a counselor, do what you got to do. This is just us giving you our own personal experience yeah. with it. And we're strong advocates for mental health and uh, making sure that, you know, everybody um, makes sure they get the help that they need. The help that they need. Yeah. Um, and um, mental health is physical. Yes. It's a physical thing. I know a lot of people think like your mind is separate from your body, but it. <laughs> Your nope. brain can be just as sick as the rest of exactly. you. And so there are times where your mind needs medical attention. Yeah, and because and we're not uh, medically kind of just doing that, um, we also don't want to come off as insensitive right. to the other, to the people that are actually going through this or have a more extreme yeah, uh, experience with that. Experience with that so. Um, so to start it off, um, just talking about, our own definition mm-hmm. of depression. Um, I mean, you can look up 
many articles yeah. and they can give you more of the, again, medical terms and all of that, but more of what it's not to start with to help people understand what it is. Yeah. So how would you describe what it's well, not? Well, because I'm I'm not the person that, um, kind of deals with depression. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that. That you're you're the person, yeah. um, but as a person that kind of bystands and under or I don't know, I'm going through it with you or yeah. you know helping you. Um, it's more of it's not a sad day. No. Um, a lot of my my preconceived notions or when whenever she used to come up to me, I used to or tell me like you know I'm just being a little depressed right now. Um, I always just thought, oh, she's just having a bad day, yeah. like a sad day, and you just feel like there's a cloud over yeah. your head, like and Eeyore, you know, yeah. like kind of like this, this uh, almost like this. Oh, you need to okay. just shake it off, yeah, and yeah, move on, or she'll get over it, yeah, you know, kind of thing. And that's what I think a lot of people just throw the word depression around, like I'm just so depressed right now. It's like, but are you really? Yeah, like, yeah. Or, you know, you might just be sad today, or yeah. but there is a difference in. And that, and there are extremes. Like, yes. there are some people who, again, like, need to be hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Um, but or even medicated. But depression yeah. is much more than just feeling sad. You know, I just need to go get me some ice cream and go watch a fun movie, and I'll get myself out of it. Yeah, um, which is tough because that's how I. That's how. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> that's how just, I function. <laughs> just cheer you up. Yeah. And, yeah. So we'll probably talk about that more yeah. in a second, but like. That's something that you don't do with your depressed yes. loved ones. Is you don't just try to tickle them to make them feel better. Like, or well, that's that's why we we make sure we tell them like that. It's not a sad day. It's right. not just a sad day. Um, it's also not a. Um, um, it's not like a quick curable. No thing. Um, I was reading an article and it was talking about like. If you're having migraines, which I also suffer with, um, when you're having a migraine and someone says something to you, you know, to try to cheer you up and it might make you smile, the migraine doesn't just go away. Yeah, it's still there. It's the same with the depression is when you're deep in it, it's not like I can just do something to make me feel better right away. Like now there are certain days where it might help lighten the mood but it's still just so there yeah so when i so i guess i should talk about like i was not always open about talking about it like i tried to just yeah and actually just recently yeah well um, a couple years when we're in virginia is when i finally two or three years that you've actually um finally which i had to because when you walk into a room and you just see me in fetal position crying you're like uh yeah you really don't know what to do um but I used to just hide it, and yeah, that was not smart. And I get last week we were talking about like the postpartum, mm. and I realized afterwards, like, okay, that's what that was. Yeah, and um, it, that doesn't help right. <laughs> at all. <laughs> but that's after the boys, like, it started getting worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I had moments of you know, okay, I think I'm over it. And then just all of a sudden, it started coming back again. Well, when we were in Virginia, I don't. I had probably one of my worst days. And again, it wasn't like I'm sitting around wanting to be sad. I had no reason to be sad. Yeah. But I 
felt on this particular day where it was one of my hardest ones to get out of, I just felt like, and these are my depressed days yeah. where these are the feelings that I have is I feel like there's no purpose of life. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything is meaningless. Everything that I look at is like, why does that even exist? Yeah. That's stupid. Like this is just wasting time until we die. I mean, it sounds really bad, but that's but you, that's where you get you, like you actually expressed that a few times mm-hmm. um, before, and I I just didn't catch that. I just thought like, wow, she's being very well dramatic, yeah, or cynical, you know. <laughs> yeah. But um, but it's not a way that I normally think. It's not something yeah. I just sit around and think like, how can I just be really gloomy today? But there's just certain days where it's like. All of a sudden, I just yeah. feel terrible. Well, so I finally opened up to you because I well, was Well, you even to... said words like stuck. Yeah. And um, you don't know what to do. Yeah, like I helpless. can't. I can't. I feel alone. Even if it was a room filled with people, I still felt completely yeah. alone. We're very much open in our communication. And, and I, I would like to say that we're in love. <laughs> so when she says, <laughs> when she says, um, I feel alone. Yeah, like I didn't. I didn't grasp that. I, I took and he it, would take it personal. I would definitely take it personal. Yeah, and you. I think there was one time where you like even just got upset, and you're like, "What do you mean you're alone?" Yeah, like, I'm like, "I'm right here." Like, I'm like, but but then that starts to make me feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, So that's and something. so you didn't say anything. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like you don't pick up on some of these things, and this is why we're talking about it. But go ahead. What were you saying? Um, Oh, yeah, so when I finally opened up to you, and then I had a doctor's appointment around the same time, and I went to the appointment, and um, I had no plans to even talk to my doctor about it until just towards the end of the routine checkup, she just says, so do you have any bouts of depression? Have you ever um, had thoughts of harming yourself? No one had ever asked me that before. Mm. Yeah, because we didn't. didn't yeah. But no one's ever just checked in and said, like, straightforward, do you battle depression? Have you ever had these thoughts? And the fact that she asked me, I was, like, caught off guard. And I just started crying. Like, yeah. And it felt free to be able just to finally tell somebody, like, mm-hmm. I deal with this. And that was actually before I really talked to you. Yeah. Was I talked to my doctor. And... um I just laid it all out. Well, then, of course, she goes and closes the door and sits down beside me, Mm -hmm. and I had to, you know, just spill it out. Um, But then I came home and talked to you. And But as much as I wished just saying it, it was like, okay, I got that off my chest, and now I'm healed. No, it was a rough night. Yeah, and, you know, and it's not something that has left. Like, we still have these days. And it's, it's challenging, especially for the spouse or for the person that, like, you guys might have somebody that might not even be your spouse or your significant other, or it could just be a friend. Yeah. Um, but for those things, like, you don't pick up on those on those notes. And then you also got to know if they're opening it up to you, mm-hmm. then that means they're confining you. That, that's, that means they do care mm-hmm. um, for you. So there is no room to... To be taking it, taking it personally, yeah. because they, it is a personal thing. But they're coming to you; they're asking yeah. for help. Um, and it's the same as like if I like when I have migraines. Yeah, like you don't take that personal. You know, I have a physical pain in my yeah. head, 
And so I was like, I need to go lay down. Like, yeah. don't get upset. It's like, well, why are you doing it? What did I do? Yeah. So the and same thing is when someone has depression, you can't think, well, it's your fault that I, because that's where you used to take it. It's like, well, yeah. what have I done to make you feel so alone? Yeah. Or so, you know. But you did say, so she was completely honest. She said, I, I sometimes feel like, or I think about harming myself. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, wow. Like, okay. I thought it was just the sad days. I thought it was just like a gloomy day. I didn't know it was that. And and, uh, and I'll be even more transparent right now. Like, it came to the point to asking him to never buy a gun, to yeah. never have one in our house. Um, I don't think I would ever do anything but I've been afraid of what if I got even lower and mm-hmm. that were around. I don't I don't even want to have that option yeah. available to me. And so Just take I've I've asked him, please don't yeah. have that. Well it's it's the same thing for any any situation for anybody that's um if you are <laughs> opening up and or if your friend or somebody tells you something. You're going to take any kind of precautions, no matter what it is. Even if she said, I don't want to see the color yellow ever, (laughs) you know, like you're going to figure out something to not have that yellow around because I care for you. So it was one of those things that, um, that it got really real. And, and here's my spouse and she's crying and she's laying it out on the line. Mm -hmm. And she said, today I feel, I felt like that. And I was like, wow. Uh, so yeah, it was it was it was a big big day and a big move because um, I was that takes a lot of courage to tell somebody something like that, and then it takes work, you know. Yeah. Um, and so we've um, had to have these talks of like, what do we do? What? How can you help me? Yeah. Um, and sometimes you'll have a clear mind. Yeah, and that's why I wrote out a list of things like. If you're struggling with depression or if you know someone that's struggling with depression, um, but for both of those, it's best to have these conversations in the good days Yeah. because I'm able to think clearly and say, hey, in those moments, the best thing for you to do for me is this. And it may be different for for your loved one. So Mm -hmm. don't just say, okay, well, that works for Emily, so I'm going to do this for this person. And again, you're not going to make it go away. Yeah. So there was one time where I was having a really rough day, and RJ started giving me all of this advice. And he just kept talking. And I was like, babe, I don't need you to tell me anything. I need you to point me to Christ. Yeah. That's the only thing. I because Which as, is funny because I thought I was doing that, but that's not what I was trying to give you a cure. Right. And... You weren't seeking for a cure. No. You already know who you know who Jesus Christ is, mm-hmm. and you know um, all that. And so when you said and, that, I was like, "Oh." And when you have depression, and the person who's talking to you, they're just giving you just advice or preaching at you. You feel like they think that there are words that they can say to make it go away, and yeah. then it's like, "Well, you don't understand." This is not just, again, it's not just a sad day that you can just make better by cheering me up. Yeah. Um, it's it's deeper than that. Now, again, it's not don't say anything. Yeah. But we're going to assure them 
like I assured you that you are loved, right. you are cared for. And, and there's a purpose to my life yeah. and the reason, you know, and it's keeping your words short, like mm-hmm. not feeling like you are preaching to me again. It's just small little things to let me know that I'm I'm not by myself on yeah. this. Um, but for me, the biggest thing as a believer that has gotten me through this um, is Galatians 2.20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So when I asked RJ to point me to Christ, I wasn't just say wasn't just saying, preach to me and just yeah. keep telling me of whatever, but it's more of remind me of who I live for mm. and who owns my life. Yeah. And that verse is my go-to verse yeah. when I am depressed because it's the reminder of like especially if I'm having really, really dark thoughts, mm-hmm. is there's nothing for me to even kill. Mm-hmm. There's my life, I've been crucified with Christ. So if my life was put on the cross and it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ in me, my life is no longer mine, but it's His. And so there's a purpose for me living and breathing, and it's not even about me anymore, but it's for Christ. So I have to trust that and say, you know, in this dark day, I have to sometimes write it out just like a migraine and say, I know it's going to get better. Maybe not today, Mm -hmm. but Christ is going to give me strength for today. I'm going to trust Him, even though I may not even believe it today. But I know on the flip side, He's going to get me through. And this life that I live is no longer mine, but it's His. And so, again, just knowing that I am not my own. I've been bought with a price. And, again, this life that I live is not it's not me who lives. Yeah. And so even if you're suicidal and you're a believer, is you can't kill yourself mm-hmm. because that life is not yours for the taking. Mm. Your life is hidden with him. It was it, taken. It was already killed. Yeah. You've already been killed. You've been placed on the cross. Christ laid he took himself. he took on my place. He took that depression. He nailed it to the cross. He took my sin, nailed it to the cross. And so this life that I live is no longer mine. Yeah. Now, does that mean that a Christian doesn't suffer depression? Absolutely not. No. Like we still <laughs> go through this, but we have to trust that this life is not ours to take. Mm-hmm. It is ours to trust in him. And so just preaching that to myself in those dark days to just remind myself, like, Emily, this is not your life. This is his. And that's a good thing. I mean, like, I can't, I just let her say all of that because that's, it's like an amen to that because there's no way that when she said that to me, that was something that, it was a heart check to myself because I thought there was something that I could do to cure you mm-hmm. and help make you feel good. So as I was speaking all those things and you said that, I was like, oh, this this is not about me. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not about um there 
it's like, RJ, you can't do this. Mm. There's no way you can't climb into her heart and her brain and convince her otherwise. Yeah. She needs Christ. And so, yeah, Galatians too. Like, yeah. point, her, point that person to the person that is alive. Right. Um, and then as you're pointing to that, no, again, it's not going to make that cloud lift. Not every yeah. time anyway. There might be times where God works a miracle through that. Yeah. But most days, it's still there. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people are like, well, you just got to trust Jesus and find your joy in Him. It's like, I believe that. But there is a chemical imbalance going on mm-hmm. in my brain that's not allowing me to think through this it's, clearly to to show those joys of emotion. And that's where I've also have learned that joy doesn't always come with a smile. Mm-hmm. That it's, you know, yeah. it's not happy-go-lucky, whistling Dixie all day long. Yeah. But joy is a deep rooted belief in Christ that even in those dark days, I have something to give me life. <laughs> like, and, yeah. and I mean, joy, I mean, I do believe like as we grow in that, like you do find yourself smiling more and you like, you're not going to walk around yeah. as Eeyore. And if you are, then, you know, you probably need to get some med- yeah. medication. But again, <laughs> but, it's like it's like depression is not just a sad day. Right. So it's not just like a putting on a smile. Yeah. Or a and so don't get frustrated with your family because I know yeah. a lot of people who have family members who, and they're like, oh my gosh, they're always talking about being depressed or whatever. It's like, can't they just get over it? Well, and they're the, like, the thing is, it's paralyzing. Yeah, it you is. You know, like um, she used to, you know, you used to tell me that, um, I couldn't even get out of bed. Yeah. And then when I found out another person said the same thing, that these small things, it's so paralyzing that when you do something like that to the average person is like brushing your teeth mm-hmm. or getting up and taking a shower, like success. that's like the <laughs> biggest success. Yeah. They call that like a victory. Yeah. And that's like, for me, that puts it in a perspective like, wow, somebody carries that much of, uh, they're in their dark in their dark times that they can't even get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Um, Joseph Solomon in, in that one poem, yeah. he does an amazing poem, and I I, I bawled because I, it, it hit so close. And to I home. felt like he was putting to words everything that I yeah, wished. Yeah, but he I could called say. it like he said the ceiling fan was the top of my casket or mm-hmm. something like that, and I was like, wow, like how. You get to that part, to that place, to where you're almost comfortable. That if I don't move, that it's I, as close as I can get to death without yeah, exactly. harming myself. Is if I just lay here yeah. and not. If you're exist. completely honest, that's exactly what you've said. Mm-hmm. You've told me uh, almost verbatim of what you just said. Um, and it's a it's a real reality, you know, and it's something that it is tough to kind of um, deal with. Yeah. Uh, but just be there for that person. Um, may help them um, if they have like if they do have some sort of like routines or if there's chores or something that needs to be done. Help them out. Like yeah. I mean, small little things, small yeah, victories. So when when you're dealing with the depression, things that are just the everyday tasks feel even bigger. Like. Yeah. 
like there's times where I feel like I have this list in my head of all the things that I need to get done. And because I don't have the energy or motivation to even want to do it, I start feeling terrible because I'm not getting it done. And it's a heavier burden. But it's like, it's really not that big of a deal. But then I start thinking, it's like, well, I have to do the dishes. I have to do the laundry. I've got to cut the grass. I've got to, you know, and then you start making all of these lists of things that need to get done. And then you just start feeling overwhelmed, which any other day is just like, okay, those are the chores that need to get done today. But in those days, it feels like more of a burden than a Mm. chore. And so RJ has stepped up and in those that he knows when I am and he helps even more well, when I he try, starts. I try. Yeah, you try. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and it does help. It doesn't take it away, but it does help yeah. at least lighten those burdens. Yeah. Um so are we gonna do this list first? Yeah. Um so there's a couple of things that you can do um with helping the person with helping the person. Uh, with depression, um, first get help and be honest. Absolutely. If if you do have, um, if you do have depression, so we're going to talk about this one first. Then, yeah, okay. So this is for for the person who's struggling with. Yes, depression. this is for the person that's. Yeah. So. Get help. Oh. Um, because, you know, honesty is it's tough. It's mm-hmm. tough to say it out loud. But once you tell somebody, it's there is a freeing. Yeah, of it. again, it doesn't take it away, but there is a freedom of just being able just to finally just say yeah. it. It's like okay, I'm going to be open about this because used to I was afraid to say it because I didn't want people to think, oh, she's just being dramatic. Because I've heard how other people talk about their depressed family members, and they just kind of roll their eyes at them. They don't yeah. take it serious, or they just assume this person's just being dramatic. Yeah. And I didn't want to be taken that way. And so I tried to hold it in, but then, I mean, you get to the point where it's like, well, either I have to tell somebody or my life will be cut short. Mm. I have to talk. I have to say it because, again, my life is not my own, so I have to fight for it. You know, it's like, yeah. And it'll it'll be well worth the the conversation. Yeah. So, Um, So when you're getting this help, whether it's a doctor, a pastor, or a friend, or spouse, whoever it is, is be completely honest with them mm-hmm. and don't hold back. Like, at least have that one person. that you, And and not just one time, though. Yeah. Like, let them know how often you deal with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the only—I mean, it's pretty plain and simple. Yeah. Um, and even though you want to be alone, don't do it alone. Yeah. Like, I know—so we kind of were, like, trying to play with that sentence. Mm-hmm. Um you do talk to this, to these people, mm-hmm. um, so you've already talked to them, um, but don't dwell in that um, in that state by yourself. Yeah, um, yeah. There are some times for meditation and some, um, and sometimes you do need it. Like for me, like I was telling RJ, I was like sometimes just for me, just to go take a shower, turn on music, and just clear my head. Yeah, and you'll take and a that- good fifteen minute shower. Or longer. (laughs) Or longer. Um, But you can't just keep hiding away, though. Like, like find your alone time, pray, and all of those things, but don't stay alone. Yeah. Like, even when you don't want to. And there have been times where, honestly, there's one time in particular that I don't even know if you know about it, but that there was a day in this house I was, like, super-duper depressed. 
like, I wanted to just go lay down and not move mm-hmm. for like a week. But um, we had family coming over and mm-hmm. everybody was sitting in the living room. And I remember sitting back and looking and thinking, they don't even realize they're saving my life right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't even say anything that day. But I'm looking around, I'm like, the fact that they're here, mm-hmm. I'm looking at and I'm seeing it's like, these people love me. Yeah. And they're just they're just sitting watching a movie or something on the <laughs> couch. And I'm just sitting back looking. And the fact that I had people around me, literally, I felt like they were saving my life that yeah. day. And I never even said that to yeah. anybody. But I didn't I wouldn't have known. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so don't don't let yourself yeah. be alone even though you want to be. But yeah. I mean, again, not saying you can't have alone time, but yeah, do it you safe. know what I mean. Just be safe take the about precautions it and don't put and, yourself. Yeah, yeah, don't put you yourself know. in a position to where you're going to be even more in a darker area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, yeah. so um, the, the next, next uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, I mean, you know, we're going to say this, but get in the Word. Yeah, you need to read your Bible, and if you don't feel like reading, sometimes I just push the audio Bible. Yeah, and it's free. Come yeah, on. come on. Um, and and there's been times where I'm like listening to it, and at the moment, it's hard for me to believe it. Hmm. But I still let those truths go deep in my mind, and I I take it like God, I can't believe this right now. I feel yeah. like you know I just want to throw my Bible sometimes, but yeah. I have to believe like God is still planting those seeds in my heart that they're gonna sprout, yeah. even in my depression, like. I can't let my heart get yeah. hard and bitter. But the but the focus will also start to turn into, oh, yeah. God is that He's such He's a good God. Yeah. He's a great God, and His qualities and His characteristics are just going to be revealed. Yeah, so. and then also music. I mean, I, I mean, I love worship music, but I even listen to. I mean, the Avett Brothers get me <laughs> through a lot. Um, but definitely, yeah. If music, I mean, again, these are things that help me. I mean, yeah. you may be like, no, no, I listen, I listen to music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but I'm talking about like on these harder um, days. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said earlier, is just remembering that these days are temporary. Mm-hmm. When you're in those really, really deep, dark days, you feel like. It's not going to get better. I feel like it's forever. And this is like, what's the point of living? Again, everything's meaningless. So what's the, point? what's the point? But I always remember the past times and that the following day or after those days, I wake up and it's lifted. And I'm so thankful I didn't act out yeah. on any of those thoughts. So I just keep reminding myself, hey, I felt like this before. But it got better. So mm-hmm. I just tell myself, it's it's going to get better. Yeah. It, I will wake up. I will, this will be lifted. Um, Psalm 30. Joy it comes. talks about, you know, morning is for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And just remembering, like, I mean, go read all of Psalm 30. Yeah. That's a great one. But just preaching that to yourself and then pray. Yeah. Pray, pray, pray. And be honest with God because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Bible is filled with promises that God is there for us. Yeah. And, 
I mean, who else should we turn to other yeah. than the one who's giving and, us the life? And every day is like a, a day of witnessing his grace. And so, mm-hmm. of course, that's going to be refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever, whenever you get, whenever you realize the joy yeah. um, that he that And there's he this dependence, too, that even in those times when you don't feel like praying, when you start to actually out loud pray to him, there's like— this amazing comfort of knowing that I have a God who is listening. Mm. And I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but just just realizing in those moments, I am completely dependent on God. Yeah. And this is all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't wait till I'm depressed to, yeah. to pray like this because we're 24-7 depending on God. But in those moments, just to to pray and— um yeah yeah and it, it helps when you when you do pray i like to think when you take a deep breath mm. you inhale and outhale or exhale outhale. <laughs> outhale. <laughs> wow. well when you exhale it just it lets you know like god's putting that breath into your hair and into your lungs and you're just realizing that god provides it mm-hmm. you know god's there he he lets you wake up he mm-hmm. lets you experience another day and mm-hmm. you can breathe and you can actually breathe another breath mm-hmm. and then you're able to just kind of go through that prayer yeah. uh, with god um so on the helping side mm-hmm. um if you don't go through the um i've you know i've told her on during my times where i've actually uh, dealt with depression um and and how easily she was very um, receptive of it because she she's gone through it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you've helped me, and but some things that you can do for the person that does open up to you, or the things that, or a special someone or your yeah. spouse. Um, so listen and don't take it personal. Yeah, that's a huge one because the, yeah, the number very one quickly is just you, listen. Yeah, very quickly you can just want to jump in there and you just say, oh, I, I got something for you. Or yeah. I read this in this one article and you can, this will help you. Yeah. It Just just listen to them. Yeah. Um, and then don't take it personal, especially when they say, well, I do feel alone. And then you're like, well, I'm here every day. Right. Why do you, you know, why do you feel alone? So don't take it personal um, because very much so during those times, mm. um, it's very lonely. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's not it's, it's not, not about you. Yeah, it's, it's not the, about in you. the moment. It's not at all. Um, and then the next thing is, and we've kind of touched on these, but like not giving a ton of advice, especially in that moment when they're yeah. like deep in, like they're crying or they're just really quiet and they're just glazed over. Hmm. Like that's not the time to give all of your words of wisdom, and if you. Do, you know, keep it short. Because, you. I mean, again, yeah. we don't want to feel alone, but we also don't want so many thoughts in our head, too, because we already got yeah. a billion going on up there. Um, and just remember that you cannot talk depression away. Yeah. Like, you don't— You, you can't cure it. No, you can't cure it not, with your Not words. the person that's giving the advice. You can't cure that. Yeah. So don't, don't try. So even if you <laughs> give really— wonderful words of wisdom yeah don't take it personal when it doesn't work right away it's like oh. well i just told you this amazing you know revelation that i had before <laughs> and you know and i just said this amazing prayer for you yeah. and why are you not smiling now yeah um again 
I, I don't want people to feel like, you know, with someone who's depressed, like walking on eggshells and afraid to say anything. No, there's, <clears throat> but there's just, a way to talk to the yeah, person and yeah. be like. But hey. not just, but just treating it as though you know this is a medical situation yeah. and I can't just say these words to make it go away. And um, sometimes a hug. Yeah, and just or, letting them know that they're not alone. Yeah. Um, there was another time, and this was around the same bad time in Virginia. Um, I was having a terrible, terrible, terrible time. Like I just crawled in bed and just could not stop crying and yeah. couldn't get out of it. And RJ started feeling helpless because he was like, I don't even know what to do. Well, he started texting everybody on his phone list. was like, hey, just send Emily a message and just say, oh. I love you <laughs> or whatever. And well, my phone starts blowing up with texts from people I have not even heard from in like ever. Yeah. And like, it was just little short, just want to let you know that I love you and you're not alone or, and that meant more to me yeah. than advice. Yeah. Um, so that kind of goes into <laughs> let them know that they're not alone. I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. um, you know, have people um, just quietly and just, you know, just find people that um, they respect and they they uh, admire mm -hmm. and they you know can confide in, um, and then just have them pray for them. I mean, they don't have to come over. They don't have to. It's not an intervention. It's yeah. it's chill. Um, but you can just like, hey, can you pray for Emily today? You know, she's yeah. just having a rough day today. And then um, pray with the person who is depressed because oh, we're that. supposed to cast all of our cares on Christ. Yeah. And so instead of giving me, and this is for you, is like, instead of just, you know, giving me the advice, just grab me and pray over me. Mm. And not a long wordy, like, like you're going to cure me with whatever. Not that God can't, but just, again, and that's your way of pointing me to Christ is yeah. like, hey, we're going to come together and we know who we need to come yeah. to in this situation. Yeah. And yeah. And you're going to admit yeah, I mean, that's one good thing. One good place to start praying is admitting that you don't have it all. Yeah. Um, and that you are needy and mm -hmm. that we all need we need help. Yeah. Um, so coming together helps support that. Mm -hmm. um, and then ask when they're having a good day uh, and what you can do next time. Like that's the, like whenever... Whenever we do have the good days, or even like we have, kind of like right now, it's we have like, date nights, and yeah. you know it'll be good. And yeah. I was just like, oh, um, so the other day, <laughs> yeah, you you seem kind of like off, yeah. and I didn't know what to do. What yeah. or it was like I didn't know what to do in that situation. What can I do the next time to yeah. help you? Or I didn't know. Or were you even depressed? Yeah, like, I, I just or, thought you were. Depressed. Or the time where you know it was like. Um, you may have said something, you're like, was that helpful that I said that? Yeah. Or next time, would it be better? It, yeah. You know, but anyways, whatever it is, is just talk during the good days and don't try to ask what you can do. And while, like, when the person's crying and they're not thinking clearly, you're not going to get much of a response. Yeah. But when they're having those good days, is just say, hey, what can I do to come alongside you the next time you're feeling like that? Yeah. Or is there anything that I can do? Because I, I want you to know that you're not alone. Yeah, and then when you're having that conversation, just be able to be open to just listen. Mm -hmm. uh, that's it. Kind of goes back up to what we were saying earlier. Sometimes you just gotta listen, and you 
like, hey, what triggered that? You know, yeah. there might have been something that uh, triggered that depression. Um, and then so you just sit there and listen. Again, don't try to cure it. Yeah. Don't and just and for your for the one who's helping the one with depression, if you start noticing this is becoming a more reoccurring thing, yeah. advise your loved one to go see a doctor. Yeah. Like don't be afraid to get that medical attention. That's one thing is or to counseling be, or whatever yeah. it may be. Don't 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 be pr- so prideful that you're gonna end up becoming naive. Yeah. Uh, to where you're like, oh well, we can write this out. We've done this before. Yeah. We got this. And because uh, I mean, if it's really because mine hasn't gotten to the point to where like I've had to go see a counselor. But I mean, I'm not opposed to yeah. it financially. We can't afford. But it. giving but, but giving them that option could yeah. even be as liberating as just like you know just as anything. Like, yeah, it's like hey, you know what? If we need to. And that also lets that person know, too, that you do take this serious with them. Yes. Um, Because I do. I mean, I I don't want you to feel any other way. So, And again, like we know there are people who struggle with this. You know, much deeper than this, and mm-hmm. and again, we our main thing is like we don't want anyone to hear this conversation yeah. and think we take it lightly at all. Like this is a very serious topic, and we want you to get the help that you need. Mm-hmm. But you're not alone. Yeah. And I mean, whether we know you or not, yeah. Like I will give you my phone number <laughs> if you need to talk to someone who may be able to understand a little bit of what you're going through. Um, but yeah, we just want you to know you're not alone because when I finally opened up and started talking about it, I realized more and more people are dealing with this than they talk about because especially within the, you know, Christian mom circle, Mm. I will open up and then they'll be like, oh my gosh, I've had those thoughts too. I thought I was the only one. And even even guys, like I, I didn't know, I thought guys, you know, you're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to be able to suck it up, you know. Um, I'm starting to realize that there's a lot of men, mm-hmm. Christian men, that are dealing with this uh, mental health issue, mm-hmm. and I like I almost feel I feel just as bad or just like um, not sympathetic but empathetic about like wow you have to carry that and you've been carrying this mm-hmm. so I please you guys seek help and we just care, truly truly the reason we said that reason we have this um, this episode or this mm-hmm. this podcast today um, is to be as transparent as we can yeah. um, so that way hopefully it will equip you to be transparent and be honest with yourself and hopefully confine in other people especially if you deal with dep- depression yeah. or if you notice that somebody is dealing with depression yeah. um, and I think too another thing I'd add is as pro-lifers, yeah. Like we want to be pro life for everything for everybody. Every. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't matter where if it's a preborn child mm-hmm. or someone who's in their sixties. Like every day of a person's life is worth living. So let's be pro life throughout the entire life yep. and help others who are not seeing the value of their own life to help them find that. Yep. And again, you're not going to find that apart from Christ. So that's where it all starts. Yep. But. I want you to know that we're praying for you, yes. and if you need prayer specifically, please let us know. And yeah. if if this was helpful in any way, or if you have more questions, I'm sure we'll do more deeper in this conversation yeah. um, later. 
Um, but yeah, hit us up. Please. And, and don't be shy. Yeah. But anyways. We thank you so much for joining us. Um, this was probably one of my, this might be a favorite episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but we thank you guys so much for joining us and listening to he- to us here on Us, us and, and Stuff. Bye, guys. Love you guys.